What about you? How's how was your shot? Um, piece of cake. Yeah. It was a half hour from the second I got to the convention center till I was driving home after observation. Nice. And um, never even got out of the car. Dance, monkey, dance. Welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John? I'm doing great. How are you? You know, it's fucking hot as hell here. Oh, yeah? You should be down here. Well, it's not supposed to be 90 degrees in March in South Carolina. It's not. No. It's global warming. It's global warming. You guys, you guys are supposed to be hot all year long. But it's not supposed to be that way here. Yeah. Well, get used to it. The snow claps are snow caps are melting. Yeah. So it's only gonna get hotter and hotter and hotter. <laughs> Yay, we're all gonna die. That'll be fun, won't it? What dying? Yeah. yeah I think dying will be an awfully big adventure. Oh, okay, hook. <laughs> You had some big excitement this week. I did? Yeah. What kind of excitement? You got your first shot. Oh, I got my jab. My yeah. Fauci ouchie. Yeah, the thing that you've been preaching to people out at the end of the, the episodes. That's right. And you went and did it. Good for you. I did. I put my money where my mouth is. Damn right. Um, yeah, and it was it was great. Easy peasy, no side effects. Ready for number two in a couple of weeks. Nice. And then by the end of April, I will be COVID free. Is that how that works? I don't know. Okay. I mean, you still have to wear a mask and you still have to take precautions. This just. Well, it's because people are assholes. Well, That's why. And, you know, in Florida especially. People are dying on spring break and all kinds of weird shit's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you were able to do that. Yeah. It's nice that they're taking care of the old folks like you. Isn't it? Yeah. You're getting there, buddy. <laughs> but not, I, I'll never be older than you. No, you never will. You will <laughs> never be older than me. Uh, you're like the big brother I never had. <laughs> oh, good times. Yeah. So what's what's going on in your world? Oh, not too much. No? No, you know. Just just doing my thing. I go for my shot tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. Um I'm pretty happy. Um other than that, you know, just trucking along, trying to eke out a living. Just a simple man trying to make his way through the galaxy. Oh, there you go. <clears throat> you know. Well, state of Florida is, you know, 
hitting the big time now. Why? Oh, we just got a new Bucky's. I saw that up in Daytona. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you're going to drive all the way up to Daytona for gas? Is that what? No. No? Oh. No. I mean, I'm assuming that they put it in Daytona for the NASCAR crowd? Yeah, I would yeah. say so. Okay. Bucky's yeah, I would say, you know. Fucking whatever. <laughs> well, yeah, the 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 the, the the, the bucking fans. <laughs> but, you know, also for those who come down with their campers for race weeks and stuff. Yeah. Uh, is there a Bucky's? Let's see. Bucky's NASCAR. There's got to be like a. Oh, there is a there is a Bucky sponsored NASCAR. NASCAR vehicle. So there you go. Yep. Alrighty. Yep. Apparently, you can get like shirts and t-shirt, uh, like hats and like even like coonskin caps and stuff at Bucky's. Oh, nice. So you know, perfect for Florida and the white supremacy thing. You know, whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh yeah, my home. Oh yeah. Until I hit the lottery and buy an island. Well, you know. Kind of feel like they should just cut off a couple of states from the bottom and let it just float away. I think they need to move them all to Texas. <laughs> you know, do our own version of the Trail of Tears. Uh, I mean, that that would work for a lot of people, I think. You know, but the thing is, Texas should not be part of the United States. You should not be able to leave without a passport. <laughs> no. No, you can buy all the guns you want and walk around without masks and lick doorknobs and everything to your heart's content, but don't expect the same rights as a U.S. citizen. Well, and they should they should take all the fucking idiots from Georgia too and throw them. Oh yeah, there. that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, North Dakota, South Dakota, the whole bunch. <laughs> I think they should just go in and and tear down the border wall and invite everybody into Texas. <laughs> Come on in. So what do you think of the new law in, in Georgia that says that you can't give anybody water in line? It's bullshit. <laughs> it is such bullshit. I love, I love that they're trying to use it as like, well, you know, they don't want anybody to like sway votes is what this is all about. And it's like, if water and food sways your vote, then you're not a very informed voter. Well, I, their reasoning is that if you can't um, stump for your politician within certain distance of um, the polling place, they're afraid that people, you know, somebody wearing a an Obama T-shirt, giving out bottled water may convince people to vote for a Democrat. But that's not the way it works. I know it's not the way it works, but these people are morons. <laughs> these people are morons. Well, yes. And um, yeah, in fact, one of the one of the GOPs from Georgia said it was retaliation for the uh, what was it the the uh, attorney general, the assistant secretary, whatever his name was, the guy that Trump called and tried to get him to to change the vote totals. Yeah. 
they said it's because he wouldn't do it for for uh, he wouldn't overturn the election for Trump. So that's why they passed it. But don't they understand like doesn't don't Republicans understand that voter suppression just proves that you can't win in a fair election and you look like an absolute douchebag for trying to keep people from voting. But they don't care. They don't care. They they would rather look like assholes than allow Black minorities to vote. to vote. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I would say that, that this law they've passed is unconstitutional and it's not over. No, no. And more to the point, if if you know, all these people who are being marginalized get pissed off enough and they start turning everything in that state blue then what are the Republicans going to do? Oh, I mean, it's only a matter of time before Stacey Abrams runs for office. Oh, definitely. And gets in easily and then just disrupts that fucking state to no end. Yeah. Which she should. I mean, it's time. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, there there's so many African-American politicians in Georgia. I still find it ridiculous that they don't have the power to make the change that they need to. Right. Yep. It's fucking crazy. Yep. But you know, what a fucked up world, man. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But you know, I mean, there's some good news somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. You read any, um, uh, apparently they're looking to do a reboot, a reboot of Allie McBeal. I thought you said good news. Oh, you're not a big Calista Flockhart fan? I'm not a huge fan of reboots. Oh. But, you know, I mean, now that Jan Krakowski is doing Name That Tune, she's going to want some more work. <laughs> <laughs> is that really what she's doing then? Just saying. Yeah. Oh. Poor Jane. Poor Jane. Yeah, I'm just not a big fan of that whole, like, nostalgia, we're going to bring this back and, you know, do a limited series. I don't care. So you're not excited that uh, Don Cheadle is going to be the new narrator on the Wonder Years? Is, no. Is there really Wonder Years? Yeah. With Fred Savage? Or is this like a... No. Oh. Uh, it's a, obviously a black family. Why? Why? Because. And to make it even more interesting, it takes place during the civil rights movements of the 1960s. Oh, okay. So, um, interesting spin there. In Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, yeah. I don't think I ever watched the original series, so I'm pretty sure I'm not going to watch this. I, I watch the original series. I watch the shit out of the original. Did you? Is it that was, the one with Topanga? No, no that was Boy Meets World. World. That was that was Fred Savage's brother, Ben. That's right, Ben. Um, no, The Wonder Years was Fred Savage and... Um, Danica McKellar. Danica McKellar and Dan Loria was the father and Jason and Hervey Josh was the brother. Sabiano? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And Oh, that's right. And Jason Hervey was with the actress who played his mother. Ew, really? Yeah. Oh. Um, the, the kids were the exact age I was when the show came out. 
So I identified with it a lot. Okay. Because it was like, you know, trying to get your first girlfriend and, you know, life in school as like a 12 year old or whatever. And it just, it, it hit me like right in the, the right spot. So oh, whatever. Is Ron Howard in on this too? Um, I don't know. I don't see it in the article I read. Oh. Uh, Alfred Savage is one of the executive producers and, and Lee directing. Daniels. He's he's directing the pilot. Interesting. Yeah, because I'm sure Fred Savage can bring an awful lot to a, a black family growing up in Alabama during the civil rights era. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know. Whatever. Interesting. Still don't think I'm going to watch. <laughs> okay. I mean, fair enough. Sure, it's not for everybody, but you know. Uh, we got some casting news on The Boys season three this week. We did. Yeah. What, what, what was the news? Yes. Aya Cash is not coming back. Aya Cash is not coming back as Stormfront. Oh, okay. Um, in an interview, she said, I want to know if she'll be back too. I'm not there now. I'm on a new Fox show. <laughs> Well, but didn't Stormfront kind of die? Die? Yeah. Well, she didn't die. Like, she was but alive, she... but she didn't have any arms or legs. Right. Like, I okay, sure. Yeah, I don't think people are going to be too upset about her not returning. No. She was the season arc. That arc ended. I'm kind of fine with that. Now, the real question is, is do they bring back the dude with the giant penis that can, you know, wrap their wrap itself around somebody's throat? <laughs> oh, we should only hope. That's one action figure I don't need. No, that's the one I'm buying you for Christmas. Oh, goody. I mean, and they already have like, like Jensen Ackles coming in as soldier boy is like the big thing for the season too. So mm -hmm. I would, I would imagine that like, they don't really need Aya cash to come back. No, I think they, they really spent everything they could on, on her character and now it's gone. Yeah. Yep. And maybe some years down the line, Stormfront comes back as a, you know, as a synthesoid or something and it's not even her. So Right. Sure. Who knows? I don't think the boys would have trouble even at like 10 seasons of, of having enough story to pull from. Mm hmm. I think they're just fine. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, in, in other casting news, uh, Kate Kane is coming back to Batwoman as a new actress. I saw that. I sent that to you on Facebook. You did. Apparently they are they are in the middle of recasting for Ruby Rose's Ruby Rose's character. I'm wondering whether or not she will whether the character of Kate Kane will come back and don the Batwoman outfit again, or will it be like a a proper handover of the the suit from one character to the other? Yeah. 
I don't know. It's kind of it, it, interesting, but it also feels like it's kind of a, a grasping at straws moment. You know, it's like, oh, Kate was in an accident. Her face has been disfigured. Oh, look, she doesn't look like herself. Well, and we we kind of talked about this um, when you were telling me about the the plot of like they went to an island or something where they thought that Kate might be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I said, what is there going to be like a body double with tattoos? <laughs> and this kind of feels like that. It, it kind of feels Doesn't like. It? Yeah. Like when they cast this, I mean, did did they actually say who they're recasting her with? I mean, there's a picture of a woman. Uh, we'll hire Wallace, Wallace Day. Oh, Wallace Day, who was in Krypton. Oh, okay. Um, you know, she looks. If you squint, she kind of looks like Ruby Rose, I guess. Enough. Enough. So I'm wondering whether or not it will be a thing of they've they've recast her for one episode. Yeah. And Batwoman goes to the island. They find her chained to a wall and she's dying. And like it's a last second, like, like keep the suit, do well. And then uh, she's dead. Because. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like what they did with, um, you know, teasing Bruce Wayne coming back. And then it wasn't him. It was, you know, somebody else with his face. And then he gets killed. And then that's the end of that story. Right. So, I don't know. It's weird. very weird so ruby rose says i'm sorry i didn't congratulate wallace day yesterday i knew about the casting beforehand and didn't know when it aired so i forgot to but i'm stoked for her i'm seeing all the things i'm tagged in with people sad or wondering how i felt i feel great i have nothing but good vibes well that's mighty big of her didn't she just like say like if they asked me back i'd go back yep yeah so yeah. She must have gotten some kind of payout. Like a like a speak a nice settlement. about us? Yeah. Payout? But you know, that being the the requirement for her getting compensated for her injuries on the show. Uh yeah. It was the best time of my life. I loved all those people. I'd really love to be an insider on like how true Hollywood um contracts work and see all the little things that are in there of like that, that the public wouldn't be aware of. Oh, I'm, I'm sure there's so much going on that you'd be disgusted. I mean, on something, on something like a big Marvel movie where you have all of these high level actors that are looking out for their career. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, one of the things that was announced this week was that, uh, Disney has decided to release um, uh, Black, Black Widow. Widow both in theaters and on Disney Plus for a premium price mm -hmm. um, on the same day. And what a lot of people are speculating is that um, in her contract, Scarlett Johansson said this has to be released in a theater. And because 
Disney was like, well, sure, we're going to release it in a theater and never imagined a pandemic happening. Right. That they were stuck, that they had to push it back and not do the Disney Plus thing right away because they had to keep that contract. Um, you know, and they probably had to renegotiate with her to do theatrical and Disney Plus on the same day and shit. So she's probably making. Oh, a mint. sure. Yeah. Um, but like things like that, because I mean, I know for for people that I interacted with at the place that we used to work, uh-huh. some of the writers that I knew that came through there for like, like, like things that were happening there on a short term basis was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so I can only imagine what somebody like Robert Downey Jr. who is the heart of the MCU. Right. Like, there's there's been all that talk about like he has this gigantic tent where he hosts luncheons with certain people on certain days and you know he's not paying for that you know that that's a subject of his writer where he's just like this is what i want on top of the 50 million dollars that you're going to pay me right and they do it sure you know how much how much of the film budget is wasted (laughs) on that kind of fluff crap I'm sure quite a bit of it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the stuff that fascinates me. Yeah. It'd be interesting if Hollywood contracts were a, um, um, we're public. Yeah. We're public knowledge. Yeah. You know, like you could go to a website and find out how much Ryan Reynolds got for, you know, green lantern or something. <laughs> And then you see what he got for Deadpool and you're like, oh man, that really sucks. Weren't you one of the two guys in the pizza place? (laughs) What happened to the other guy? Uh, I don't know. But Nathan Fillion was on that show and he did pretty well for himself. Yeah. You go from there to Buffy? I think so. And then it was a short hop, skip and a jump to Serenity. Yeah. Firefly. Two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. Uh, Richard... David Ogden Styers was on that originally. Yes, he was. Richard Ruccolo? Ruccolo? Yes. He... He's working at the Arby's. uh, Has been on a bunch of stuff that I've never heard of. Okay. He was in an episode of Hot in Cleveland. Oh, He's been on a couple episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, nothing that you'd really know. But I mean, his his character on Two Guys and a Girl was like the main focus, wasn't it? Yeah. When the show started, yeah. he was the main dude and Ryan Reynolds was like the... The wacky roommate. The, the funny sidekick. And then Ryan right. Reynolds just kind of took over the show. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Good for him. The trailer Howard was the girl. She at least wound up on Monk. Oh, did she? Yeah. But she hasn't done anything acting like film-wise since 2016. And that was a short. She was the voice of a polar bear in Simon Says Save the Save the Climate. So, you know, 
And then six years, six years before that, she did another Simon Says Let's Stop Climate Change, where it was a short and she did a voice. Oh. So. Oh, good for her. I mean, it's never the ones you think. Like, it's always the, the stars of the show that, that are supposed to go on and be these huge fucking names. And then, you know, it's Ryan Reynolds that comes out of nowhere. Right. And Nathan Fillion. You never know who's going to capture the interest of the public. That's true. Did you see um, they released a new Suicide Squad video, uh, trailer? Yes. Did you watch it? I did. Um, I, I, I liked that Stallone is King Shark. <laughs> That kind of came out of nowhere. Like that was under wraps that he was even involved. Right. Um, you know, I saw his name in the credits and I went back and I was like, uh, was he playing the general that they right. have to go in to defeat? And nope, he is the voice of King Shark. I thought, I thought a lot of the jokes, some of them were funny, but I feel like some of them went on. For a little long? Too long. Yeah. And I don't know if that's really, if if that is just a product of the trailer. And, you know, James Gunn is one of those guys that uses a lot of alternate takes for his, his trailers. Right. So I'm wondering how much of that will actually play in the movie and how much of that is just for the trailer. Because that's a big thing now. We're just going to put shit in there for the trailer. Well, yeah. I think they also put a lot of shit in the trailers to see people's response to it. Yeah. It is amazing, though, that like Idris Elba fought to be taken off of like the Thor movies. Right. Because he didn't like doing superhero films. And now he's in Suicide Squad. Well, yeah. I guess when money talks, you know. It, that's it. People listen. That's exactly what it is. Big enough paycheck, they'll do anything. And maybe he's he's fallen into that um into the rut of like you do the big stupid comic book movie to make crazy amounts of stupid money and then you go and you do the smaller thing that you really want to do for your artistic expression. And then you do the big stupid one for money and then you do the artistic one and just go back and forth. Yeah. Need to buy a house. So I'm going to do this one. That's right. And then I want an award. So I'm going to do this one. You know, as it should be, I guess. Right. Uh, you hear Comic-Con is coming back in the fall? I heard that there was going to be a, um, like an online version again. Uh, they're doing a three-day event at the San Diego Convention Center, uh, beginning on Black Friday and running that Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Like an in-person one? Yep. Huh. Okay. 
and they're saying that it is our hope that by fall conditions will permit larger public gatherings. But what if they don't? What if all these fanboys break open the piggy bank and buy tickets and then you have to cancel it? Well, it's they'll like, they'll just cancel it again, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's a good idea. I think I should wait. I mean, I feel like that might be far enough out. If if enough people get vaccinated and there's a mask mandate in place for indoor stuff, they might be able to squeak that out. If there's another mm, outbreak, though, if, if there's know. another, if there's a, like a round three of this, then I don't see it happening. Well, looking at the morons who are down in Miami right now, I'm I would not expect there to be a a, a downturn in cases anytime soon. No, I wouldn't. People are stupid. I mean, like. I know that they're all excited about the movie theaters reopening and stuff, but I can't picture going and sitting in a movie theater now either. Mm-mm. Nope. I just, I don't know. I just, I can't see that being a thing. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I kind of, I, I miss, I miss comic book conventions. Mm-hmm. And I miss like that whole experience, but I'm you not, miss them enough to risk your life. Well, that's that's the thing. I'm not willing to die over a sixty dollar autograph, right? Like that just it's not it doesn't be in the cards for me. Hmm. I don't know um, if you get the same ads that I get on Facebook, but there's been a bunch of um, there's some there's some convention outfit that's doing like virtual conventions now. Right. Where you can either send your product in to be signed by whoever's going to be there or they'll sign a picture for you, but they're doing two minute, um, meet and greets like over zoom. Mm hmm. And, um, they had Warwick Davis. Okay as one of the people and my kid really likes Harry Potter. And I was like, well, maybe that would be something fun. You know, it's on a Saturday. You get to talk to him for a couple of minutes. The only thing that you could buy was a two minute thing with him and his kids, because I guess his kids have been in a bunch of stuff now. Uh, well, yeah, his daughter was like one of the droids in episode seven. And his son played Wicked Son in nine or whatever. It was $150 for two minutes. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, no, not that's not happening. No? No. Because, I mean, honestly, if you were to go up to a table with something to get signed for 60 bucks, it wouldn't be two minutes, but you could have a short kind of conversation with them and get something else out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I can't picture like a, a hundred bucks for a Zoom call where it's just like, hey, how are you? Good. OK, thanks. Here's my money. Got my ears done and everything. <laughs> <laughs> huh. 
I mean, although, I mean, it would be an interesting thing if you had a group of friends that really liked Harry Potter or Star Wars or something, and you all were cosplayers, and you all dressed up for the two-minute thing. Right. That might be entertaining to see the look on their face. But just two minutes? Yes. I mean, that's it's a ridiculous short time. Sorry, no. That's a cash grab. Oh, absolutely. That's a cash grab. And different and different artists are are charging different prices. Oh yeah. Um, oh, it's like cameo and what's the other thing where you can get the celebrity to Yeah, I mean cameo is ridiculous. Yep. And and it's always it's always the people that you don't don't think are going to be really expensive that are like super expensive. Right. And I'm like, what the hell, man? I don't quite understand. Like, um, my wife is a big, um, Richard Marks fan. Right. She's been to his concerts. Um, you know, for her birthday, I was like, well, maybe I'll get her a cameo of him. He wants like 250 bucks. And I'm I'm like, I could get Penn Jillette who is a bigger name right now for like 90. Right. But she doesn't like Pendulette, so I'm, you know. <laughs> but I don't understand where that pricing comes from. I don't know if they're trying, I don't know if they're they're being like bullied by their their manager of like, you really need to sign up for Cameo. And I think it's the manager who's setting those prices. You think so? Yeah. You don't think it's like, oh, well, fucking make it 300 bucks so I don't have to do these? Um, no. Okay. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Nobody's twisting your arm. It's only cameo. Well, no, I and I understand that, but I was just, you know, there seems to be a whole lot of people on there now, and I'm I'm wondering whether or not they're pressured and their their response is well, I'm going to price it so I don't have to do them. Mm. You know, it's not like it's not like the people who don't have a lot going on that can sit there and be like, well, I mean, I can do I could do this for 60 bucks and I could like crank like 10 of them out in a morning. And, you know, that's money coming in. Of course, now that I look through my Facebook, I can't find any of those online convention things Hmm. god damn you what the hell facebook you could get frenchie from the grease movie for 75 well see and that would be interesting in my wife's case because my wife actually met her oh really yeah and so one of the things that you do is like because my my sister got my brother-in-law um Colin Mockery from who wants mm-hmm. whose whose line is it anyway? Okay. Because they had been to a bunch of his comedy shows in Pennsylvania. And so when you when you hire one of these people, you write them a paragraph and right. of like, hey, we saw you here, we saw you here. And Colin Mockery's video to my brother in law was like five and a half minutes long. Really? Yeah. And he just went on and on about like, oh, you saw this show and and you know, your son says he likes this and your daughter says, and like, he was into it. And like, 
I can appreciate that if you're going to put up money for somebody to, to send you a message. Right. Um, we knew somebody who um, their brother hired Greg Brady. Okay. Um, um, what's her name? Debbie. Right. Debbie. You remember Debbie? Oh, Debbie, the Star Puppet Wars. Yes. Yes, Puppet Show Debbie. Yes. She, yes. <laughs> she's a bit she's a big 70s freak so they hired greg brady and like his was good like he sang they were in stuff i thought colin mockery's was better but like i at least appreciate some of those types of things but when i watch some of the examples it's just like hey thanks for being a fan hope you have a great day and it's like wow they spent money on that and it's how do they set these prices? Because I'm looking at it right now, and it's like Kenny G is two hundred and ninety five dollars. Yeah, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like Carol Baskin from Tiger King is two hundred and ninety nine dollars. Right, Alf- Alfonso Ribeiro is two hundred and fifty bucks. Like, yeah, really? Are you gonna do the dance? That's all I want. And maybe, maybe, the t- maybe that's what you request. Like, look, if I'm gonna do two hundred fifty bucks, you gotta do the fucking dance, man. Right. Tom Felton from Harry Potter, 600 bucks. But Danny Bonaduce, only 70. Like, would you, that's why I'm thinking like, like this Tom Felton is his manager coming up to him and saying, um, we signed you up for cameo. This is, this is what you would do. And he was like, look, I really don't want to do that. Charge 600 bucks. So it's only the real crazy people. That's going to make it (laughs) worth my time. Right. Because he has so much going on right now. Well, you know. I didn't say that. Don Johnson is 500 bucks. If you want Taserface from Guardians of the Galaxy 2, he's 400. Jesus. Bob yeah, Saget, crazy. 350 bucks. Carrot Top, 150. Carrot Top's not worth 15. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with I'm Carrot just top? saying. I'm just saying. Mama June is 60 bucks. That's too much. Wait, your birthday's coming up. Shut up. <laughs> <sighs> well, at least it's not an in-person call. There is a option if you click on people. Yeah. Uh... I know when I was looking at it. Let's see, actors. 7,500 actors. Uh, so like Robert Picardo from from Star Trek. Um, mm-hmm. He's 150 bucks. But there's also okay. a 299 option for a direct message. But I don't know what that means. Because they don't explain any of it. Right. Uh, so what happens when I request a cameo? Your request will be completed within seven days. Your receipt and order updates will be sent to the email provided under delivery information. When your request is completed, we'll email and text you a link to view, share, and download your cameo. If for some reason your video isn't completed, the the hold on your card will be removed within five to seven days. What does book a zoom mean? Schedule a live 10 minute video call with your favorite celebrity and up to four friends. Four friends of the celebrity or four friends of yours? Four friends of yours. <laughs> oh, okay. But now you can do payments for Cameo. 
If you click oh, on somebody, you get four interest-free payments on Affirm. Mm, yeah. So okay, so if I wanted to do a live Zoom call with Robert Picardo from Star Trek, it's five hundred dollars. Which okay, is, I mean you're not getting it at that at that point. I'm just going to do the regular one hundred and fifty dollars thing. There you go. How about uh, Larry Wilcox from Chips? How much He's only is he? fifty bucks. Yeah, well, I can see why. And his direct message is nineteen ninety nine. So, really, want to get the full cameo experience? Download our app. Chat with celebrities. Cameo Direct is our exclusive app feature where you can chat with your favorite celebrities. Let them know you're a big fan and send them fan stickers or just say hi. That's a little weird. For 85 bucks, you can get Chumley from Pawn Stars. Isn't he in jail? I thought I don't he know. was in jail. I don't know. He's got a 4.9 star rating, and he'll do a direct message for 4.99. What about Kevin Conroy? What if I got you Batman to send you a message on your birthday? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 What about Jamie Farr from Mash? He's 125. <laughs> uh no 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 is there any celebrity that you think is worth it like absolutely not no nobody nope nobody absolutely that you would not. want a message from on your birthday nope not at all wow okay malcolm mcdowell he'd be cool uh, I'm going to get you Kevin Sorbo. Oh, great. Because he's a big Trump supporter. And I'm no, gonna, I would, I'm going to tell him prefer, that you are too. I would prefer Fiona the hippo at the Cincinnati Zoo. Oh, come on. For a hundred bucks, the hippo will, will record a message. John Snyder is 300 bucks. Yeah, he's an asshole. <laughs> Tory Spelling's only a hundred. How much did you pay for the the pictures from Dukes of Hazard? Uh do you mean the photo op? Yeah, the photo no, op. No, no, it was peanuts. Oh, really? It was seventy five, maybe? For three of them. For the three of them, the same photo, yeah. Wow. Yeah. The only one who talked to me was Daisy. Well, of course. John Schneider was on the phone because his uh, ranch was being flooded by a <laughs> storm or something. and uh, Only the nicest people, you know. That's right. That's right. What about Mindy Cohen from Facts of Life? Oh, please. No? No. If I had 350 bucks, I'd, I'd set you up a Gary Busey. Why? Just because he's batshit crazy, <laughs> and I would and I would sit there and I would tell him all this weird shit about you. Let's make shit up, and then he'd regurgitate it all back to you, and you'd be like, "What the fuck is this dude talking about?" <laughs> uh, no. 
Tom Wilson from Back to the Future. He'll call you a butthead. <laughs> Hello, McFly. He doesn't have any, like, you can't text him. You can't get on a live call with him. It's just the, the cameo. No soup for you. No soup for you. How about Tia Carrere? No. 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 Fine. Whatever. Yeah, I would have no interest in any of these people for any amount of money. <laughs> Louis Anderson, $189. Oh, I know what I'm going to do. Meatloaf, $190. I'm going to get you Danny Woodburn. Who? Danny Woodburn from Seinfeld. He's a little person. Oh. <laughs> he played Mickey on, on Seinfeld. Uh. I'm going to tell him about your love of little people. Hmm. <laughs> It's only 65 bucks, and it would be a great story, wouldn't it? No. Oh. No. Fine. Whatever. Well, in that case. That's you, right. Uh, Let's move on. Yes. Did you watch uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? Falcon and the Snowman? Yeah. <laughs> and what did you think of episode two? another great action sequence, but I think their CGI is slipping already. So there is a shot um, in the very beginning of the episode where Bucky is watching TV. And that's all it is, is he's sitting there watching television and the CG on his Wakanda hand Mm -hmm. is some of the worst I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's like he wasn't even moving his hand. It's just not integrated into the shot at all. And I was like, did you farm this out to the uh, CW people or what? (laughs) What's your deal? And I feel like the trailer has killed a lot of the better lines in the show. Yeah. Like if you hadn't heard Falcon say that little girl whooped your ass. Like in the episode itself, it would have been very funny. Right. But I've already heard the line. I've already heard the line about what's going on in that Android brain of yours. Right. Like, I don't know. I feel like they they could do a better job with the, with the, I um, thought there was too many shots of Falcon flying that weren't that good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so the new the new Captain America, mm-hmm. Agent Walker, um, is actually played by Wyatt Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell's son. Oh, real okay. Yes, that's that's his son. Um, if you've ever seen his son by who? Goldie Hawn. Oh, if you've ever seen. The movie he did, the sci-fi movie Soldier. Yeah. There is a, it's the story of these kids that are taken at birth and then raised to be soldiers. Right. And they're stripped of all emotion and all this shit. Well, there's a shot um, 
where Wyatt Russell plays young Kurt Russell. Okay. And looks just like him. And listening to Wyatt Russell talk and his mannerisms. Yeah. It's like watching Kurt Russell. And I have a weird disconnect in my brain of like, that pulls me straight out of the show now. Mm. And I don't know how I'm going to get over that. Because it truly is like when he's sitting there and he's doing the interview with Good Morning America and he's talking, it's like, it sounds like Ego the Living Planet is talking. And he's got, it's got kind of the same head bobs and stuff that Kurt Russell does. And it's like, okay, this is weird. Right. So I was having some issues with that. Okay. The, the I know they're trying to stick to the comics, but a superhero called Battlestar is a little weird. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> if there's not a Battlestar Galactic joke made at some point. Uh, exactly. That's exactly what I was expecting. You know, if they don't call him Starbuck or Apollo or something stupid like that, like right. they're missing an opportunity. Mm-hmm. But maybe that doesn't exist in the Marvel MCU. I did like the fact they included um, the the other Captain America, that it's not Steve Rogers was not the only Captain America. Right. That there is a black man in World War II, took up the mantle, stole the shield and the outfit, then was sent to jail for it. Like, not necessarily. And I guess he's a super soldier in this one, but... I don't think in the comic books he was. Mm, okay. But maybe he was. I mean, he's aged, which I think is weird because. Sure. If Yeah. Bucky didn't age and neither did Steve. So I don't know. I, I don't know how that's all going to go down. But now we, now we have this new group of super soldiers running around. Right. I do like the fact that, that they're now dealing with the big three. Where he's like, it's got to be one of the big three. Androids, aliens, or, or wizards. wizards. And I do like the chemistry between Sebastian Stan and um, Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They play it, really it, well off each other. But it to me, I just keep flashing back to Lethal Weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It it's Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. Have Mel Gibson had a metal arm? Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, I'm also c- curious as to when the episodes air. There's this speculation, and after the first episode, they were talking about Flag Smasher and how Flag Smasher was a guy named Carl Mor- Morgenthau, and he was the son of a banker or something like that and um they're like well it would be interesting if if they decided that it was a woman or it was his daughter carly (laughs) and all of a sudden oh look (laughs) well i mean i think i think marvel has done a lot of gender bending for things you think it was just an easy leap to make yeah i i think I think the the current state of Hollywood is you look at all the characters that are going to be in Falcon and Winter Soldier and with the exception of um oh what's her name the other Carter Peggy not Peggy 
Peggy's niece that was in oh. Civil War. Oh, Sharon. Okay. Sharon Carter. Um, with with the exception of Sharon Carter, it's pretty much a sausage fest. <laughs> and I think they look at ways to include more females into the mix and may and have strong female characters. Like Sure. She's not a damsel in distress. Like she's whooping Captain America's ass and knocking Bucky off the thing and like she's not she's not helpless and she's not just there to be rescued and mm-hmm. um i think without that i think it makes it more interesting to to have a female um in that role as opposed to just like oh here's another muscle bound guy yeah um and the actress who's playing carly was Enfys Nest in uh, Solo. Yep, yep. I, as as um, when she showed up in episode one, um, I looked at her and I was like, she looks familiar. But yep. it's a real fast, like, you see her face and then she puts the mask on. Mm-hmm. And in this one, there was a more pronounced, like, she's sitting there in the truck and you're, she's staring at you. And I was like, is that Enfys Nest? Yep. And so I looked it up and I was like, well, good for her. I mean, you know, in two separate franchises, some big, big franchises, Mm -hmm. you know, she's got some predominantly strong parts. So, yeah, she's also going to be in uh, the Willow TV series. Oh, really? Mm hmm. Okay. Not as Allura Denon, though? Uh, No, her character's name is Jade. Oh. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited that uh that they're still producing strong episodes for sure. Um it's it is weird that this is only six episodes and I feel like there's a ton of story mm-hmm. that they're gonna have to get through. And I just don't feel like they're covering enough ground. Especially when like all of a sudden they are um, introducing people like the the other the black Captain America, right? Because you would think like, oh, we want to know all about that person. And somebody online was saying that if the if the black kid that opened the door turns out to be his son or nephew or somebody, he could actually be a young Avenger because they're Isaiah's son or nephew or whoever turns out to be Justice in. Um, young Avengers. Okay. And now that we've met other young Avengers like Cassie Lane and um, a couple of the others, like I guess I guess they're in, they're including Wiccan and Speed in that as well, and um, the new Hawkeye, um, whatever her name is. I wanted to say Becky Lynch, but that's wrong. Kate, Kate, uh. Winslet. No. Middleton. No. Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. (sighs) With Kate Bishop being in the new Hawkeye series, like they're really setting up a, a young justice or not young justice, a young Avengers plot line. And I guess it's good. Like they get to be on TV and then they get to do a movie. Mm -hmm. So good for them. (laughs) 
What did you think of this week's Superman and Lois? Um, are you done with it yet? I do like the focus on the family dynamic, but that's only going to go so far. Yeah. I don't like the evil billionaire and it's very much becoming freak of the week because that woman's son shows up, but he has some sort of powers that he got in the mines, which is where the kryptonite is. Right. It's Smallville all over again. So I guess you can make supermen by exposing them to whatever the kryptonite stuff is. I mean, they, I think he called it dead kryptonite at one point in one of the okay. episodes. Um, I guess that's the same as red kryptonite or whatever. Um, I'm just, I feel like they're all over the place. Family dynamic wise. One episode you have the emo kid as the problem. And this week you had the other one that like gets dumped and he goes out drinking, which seems out of character Mm -hmm. because like all of a sudden he's going on about like having no friends and not being able to play football. But like he shows up and he's got friends who are giving him like alcohol. Right. And it's like, wait a minute. Okay. Sure. Whatever. And then there's this whole plan with, these other people that have superpowers that I guess the same superpowers as Superman. And then you got Luther who's running around, but they made, they made a, a mention this week of Lex Luther. Right. So how does this new guy work in that doesn't look like a Supergirl Lex Luther at all? Mm hmm. And now he's undercover as a reporter so he can get close to Lois Lane. And I don't know. It just feels way all over the place. It is. It is. I don't think they had a clear plan when they walked into it. They should have. Well, they should have. However. (laughs) um, Yeah. I mean, I haven't totally given up yet, but. I'm close. Yeah, I will tell you, I'm I'm totally close. I I just don't like the actress playing Lois. No, no, I I don't know. I don't have a connection to her. And and maybe it was because um you know like I said that I knew um knew her from when she was on Grimm. Okay. And her character there. It's, I, I don't know. I just don't, I don't feel a connection to that actor. I mean, there's not one of the things that you look for is chemistry amongst characters. And I don't think her and Superman really have any. No, he's the, the dude playing Superman has crazy chemistry with the two boys. Mm -hmm. Like you see, what would amount to a fatherly relationship between them? Like father and son type thing with, with the two boys and him. Right. Like he plays it really well. It feels like they get along. Um, so that all works. But when you see Lois and Clark together, you're like, that would never work in real life. And maybe that's part of it. Maybe that's what's playing into that. And it's feeling so much like, like Riverdale. You oh, know, definitely. It, 
it's a soap opera. It's, you know, the dying town and Lana Lang and her husband and kids and, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, I had high hopes. I don't know. Maybe they'll turn it around. Yeah. Maybe Kate Kane will show up. No. No? I feel like this is a completely separate universe than what we're, we've seen up until now. Yeah. I don't, I, I almost feel like Supergirl does not exist in this world. I feel like there are no other superheroes. You know, I, I feel like this is all just happening where he is the standalone hero. Sure. Cause there's just no mention of anything. No. I mean, obviously he's the only one who's, saving the world there's not a bunch of soups running around in tights right there is no justice league there is no there's nothing to say like oh yeah like oh i should i should call kara to handle right. this so that i can go to the the fall festival or whatever the hell they were going to i do the the one thing that i do like is when they show clark working on the farm mhm I love I love those shots of him getting the crops this week. Okay. Where he's just flying through and then he shows up with an armful of corn. Right. And everybody's got to shuck it. Like that was clever. I like that. I like that he's mm-hmm. using his super speed for that kind of stuff. I like that he showed up to a, a, a problem in Smallville, not as Superman, but as Clark. And took care of the mm-hmm. fire. I thought that was a nice touch. Like he's not always having to show up as Superman. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. I don't know. I'll give it a couple more. <laughs> I mean, Supergirl comes back soon. And that's ending, right? That's the lot. Yeah. It's the final season. Okay. And I guess legends of tomorrow has to come back. Haven't heard anything about that. Well, it doesn't have to, but it probably will. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you happen to watch the Mighty Ducks reboot? I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Was it good? <laughs> Is it something I should watch? It's cute. It plays like a sitcom with some precocious kids. I don't get why the mother from the Gilmore Girls is now a hockey coach. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, it was enjoyable. It was, you know, it was fluff. It wasn't anything like, oh, my God, it's so cool. That's back. It's kind of like, oh, that's it. Okay. (laughs) You know, I mean, the best lines are in the trailer. You know, I hate hockey and I hate kids, but they don't make a sign for that. Oh, okay. So... I don't know. So according according to the internet, just so that you're aware, Legends of Tomorrow doesn't come back until September. Wow. Yeah. That's bad. Mm. I wonder if they'll have an audience by then. No. I mean, it's definitely not a, a Walking Dead where you're going to... Uh, keep the audience? Keep the audience, you know, with a year between episodes. Yeah, but The Walking Dead's terrible now, too. I saw that uh, John Glover has joined Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, has he? Yeah. 
we we've been watching the six episode like return mm-hmm. like so it was announced during the pandemic that they were going to shoot more episodes for season 10 because season 11 was going to be the last episode yeah and they have basically you can tell they shot it during a pandemic because there's one maybe two characters per episode okay and they're never close to each other there's never like like they're always sitting across the room from each other and they're just really boring episodes. Hmm. So. Interesting. Yeah. It's not good. So, so you wouldn't recommend the mighty ducks. I don't, I mean, you, you saw the original, right? I saw the first I saw the first movie because I was working as a projectionist in a movie theater when it came out. Working in the theater, that's right. Yeah. I saw okay. every piece of garbage that came out in those. I mean, it's it's enjoyable, but it's nothing more than a, a sitcom. <laughs> you know, I mean like I I mean it's it's really very much a sitcom. They're the the children are the focus of this. Okay. And um yeah, I mean it. It's it's cute. I'll give it that. <laughs> it's not appointment TV for me. No. No. Nope, not for me. Okay. I mean, fair enough. So it does look like um, we might finally be getting the sequel to The Last Starfighter. Um, yes. <laughs> it's it's moving closer. I uh, was hoping there would at least have been some live action footage in it. So Gary Whitta, who is one of the writers from um, Rogue One. Mm hmm has been working with the main dude that wrote the original. And this week they released a sizzle reel of concept art. Right. From something called The Last Star Fighters. And um, my problem with it is that there has been concept art for years. Mm-hmm for a proposed sequel. And this was made up of a lot of that. And I don't know if this was their way of trying to judge interest, whether they were just like, well, let's see, let's put this out and see what happens um, and see how many people really want to see a movie like this. Right. But I don't know. All I'm saying is that our version of a trailer might have been better. Okay. Which you can see on Facebook. If, yes. If you type in um, uh, Last Starfighter Defenders of Earth, you will see the one that we did. That's right. And uh, just saying it might, it might be more entertaining than what we got from the actual, the actual creators. I 
I mean, granted, I didn't want them to use our idea, but... Right. <laughs> something would have been nice. But maybe they'll they'll buy our idea from us. Mm. No? Maybe. Be one of those situations where they buy the idea to sit on it? <laughs> well, I, I feel like if they were going to do that, we would have heard from them by now. Hmm. I guess. At least, you know, at least a, a, did you guys write an actual story? Well, yeah, I had a story for that. Okay. Well, tell me what it was. We'll fork over the moolah first. (laughs) Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know whether the, how the world will respond coming up on 30 years later. Right. Is it 30 years or is it? It was 1984, 30 years, right? 35 years? 40 years. 40 years? 40 years. We're coming up on 40 years. Yep. So 40 years later, you know, I don't know how that will land. Because I don't think when Last Art Fighter came out, while it's an important movie visual effects wise, mm-hmm. being the first movie to do completely computer generated visual effects with no miniatures, no models, no nothing, whether or not, you know, that's what it's known for. It's not like it was a huge summer blockbuster. It's not like it was a, 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 a poignant story that touched a lot of people you hear last starfighter and a lot of people go oh yeah i remember that but it's not like star wars where you're like oh i grew up with star wars and i collected all the books and there's been one movie and three comic books based on the movie and that's it that's been it that that's it and then a couple years ago we did a fan film trailer for a supposed sequel and that was the first time and from what I understand, the only time anybody's ever done that. So it's not like there's a huge call for it. You know, it's cool that, that the community's still out there, but I, I I put it in the same league as Blade Runner. Like, Blade Runner 2049 was a great idea to a small group of people. And I don't know how much traction a Last Starfighter sequel will get. Yeah. How about Young Guns 3? That would be very difficult. You think? They all die at the end of 2. I mean, it ends with, like, Pat Garrett killing Billy the Kid. Right, right. And then the whole thing of, like... Hey, Grandma, are you done opening your candy wrappers? What? (laughs) What's that noise? Nothing. Don't worry about it. it. Sounds like you're sitting behind me in the theater opening a hard candy. I'm multitasking, okay? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Anyway, there is... They all die at the end of part two. They would be really mm-hmm. stupid for them to try to do a part three. Because there's no story. I mean, the only story that there was was the guy in the beginning of two... 
um, who claimed to be Billy the Kid, but there was never any evidence that he was. Right. So I don't really see there being a part three. Well, there's rumors out there. Lou Diamond Phillips has tweeted it. His character is dead. Yeah. What are they so, going to do? If, like, it's they, Westworld. They can't do an episode between one and two because they're all 30 years older. Like Lou Diamond Phillips coming back to play whatever his character's name was. Mm-hmm. Chavez, I think. Um, I am a fountain of useless movie information if anybody's listening, which is why I have all these stupid names in my head. But, um, they, it's just not going to look right. Don't do that. Don't, don't bring back shit that shouldn't be brought back. Is it going to be a Disney plus series? That doesn't really say. Emilio has been like, Hey, I've, I'm itching to do young guns three. They're, they're talking about involving Chris Pratt and Vincent D'Onfrio. <sighs> Why? Wait, no, that was, they, Vincent D'Onofrio and Chris Pratt was in Magnificent Seven. That's correct. Yeah. So what the fuck? They can't even call know. it Young Guns anymore because they're all old as fuck. It's old guns. On January 15, 2021, Emilio Estevez and I are excited to be collaborating on this continuation of the Billy the Kid saga, and you're going to love where it goes. From John Fusco. Ooh. No. No? No. Uh Uh-uh. This can't, no, this can't happen. Okay. Well, hopefully they're they're listening, so. There's no story. What if it's like Raiders of the Lost Ark, where it's a prequel? They can't. Then Young Guns 1 is when they all meet. He yeah. doesn't meet He doesn't meet Kiefer Sutherland or Lou Diamond Phillips or Christian Slater's in the second one. Um, um, Charlie Sheen. None of those guys meet until episode one or, or Young Guns 1. <laughs> in Young Guns 2, it's like six months later, and that's when they all die. There is no... Right. No. Well, you've got six months in between. No. What? Digitally de-age them? No. Sure. Why not? No. No? Let it go, man. What if it's like Muppet Babies? What if it's like Young Guns in like nursery school? <laughs> and it just happens to be and they, they're and, all there. And the original cast is, is de-aged to that point. As babies? As babies. Okay. Uh, that I'll watch. Or it's it's babies' bodies, but they're big human, they're big adult heads. <laughs> that I would watch. Okay. Absolutely. I just there are some things that don't need a sequel, some things that don't need to be brought back. Yeah. 
Young Guns is one of them. Okay. What if it's Young Guns 3, the new generation? And it's like all of the illegitimate daughters of the different <laughs> members. <laughs> That's something that they would do. See? For sure. And then they did, they feel like they keep seeing their fathers everywhere. Yes. Or the ghosts of their fathers keep showing up to help them. <sighs> I, oh, man. I don't know. No. So Estevez says, yeah, it's definitely in the works. I drive a lot and I spend a lot of time in the Midwest and people will tell me we haven't seen you on screen for a while. Come back. We'd love to see you in the movies again. Yeah, because that's his call. We'd love right. to see you play Gordon Bombay. We'd love to see you play Billy the Kid. So I feel like we've ticked one box. And we're working on ticking the other one. The Kid is a fun character to play. There's a lot of speculation about what happened that night in 1881 in Fort Sumner, New Mexico. Did he die? Did he not? And so there's a lot of mythical, historical, and actually some factual things that we can examine. Cool. Do something new. What? Do something new. That's hard, Chris. No. That's hard. No, it's not. No. It's just do Sharknado 10. <laughs> I'm sure that... Uh, the, uh, look... I'm sure if I'm looking at the cast photo for Young Guns 2, Emilio Estevez, Kiefer Sutherland, Lou Diamond Phillips, Christian Slater, and Alan Ruck. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you could get all five of those guys back for whatever okay. you want to do. Make another kind of show. Make, <laughs> just make another movie. Just get them all back. They, they had good chemistry on screen. That's fine. Put them together. Let him do a space epic. Put him in space. Not Billy the Kid in space, but, you know, some sci-fi thing. Lou Diamond Phillips did Stargate Universe. He's very comfortable in sci-fi. Let him do that. Yeah. Hmm. You know, it just doesn't need to be a young okay. man's thing. Okay. That's terrible. But think of the marketing potential. So you would get some of the people that like the movie to show back up. No kids would go because chances are they don't they know any of these people heard of young guns or any of the people in it. Right. I don't see a marketing opportunity either. No. No. All right. Nope. You know, for Emilio Estevez having a no reunion policy, he's he's really slacking on that. <laughs> First Young Guns, now Mighty Ducks. I mean, here's here's what I would like to see from Emilio Estevez. I would like to see a sequel to Men at Work. Did you see Men at Work with Charlie Sheen? Uh, I don't think so. They're garbage men whose dream it is to open okay. a surf shop and hijinks ensue when they find a dead body in the trash. Okay. Yes. Kind of sounds familiar. That's a movie that they made. I would okay. like to see a sequel to that because I think there's a better premise for a sequel 
to that movie than Young Guns. Okay. Like check in on them when their surf shop is, you know, hurting during the pandemic. And, you know, him and Charlie Sheen get in all kinds of hijinks and have to go back to being garbage men or something. Mm-hmm. And then they find another dead body in the trash. I don't know. You know, take what was good, do it over, bigger, more intense. All right, isn't that the thing? That is. See? It's all good. It can all work. There you go. See? <laughs> uh, Hollywood just needs to hire us. They do. They they absolutely do. We are the answer. To it. Because we That's are right. we are we are the audience for these types of films. And we've probably got a good finger on the pulse for like a younger generation too. Because hmm. we're like we haven't really grown up. We're still kids at heart. Right? Right. So hey, fuck it. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, you got anything else for this week? No, I think that's it. No? All right. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dansmonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. Go get your shots. <laughs> <laughs>